Hardwick. Dominate every play. I need you. And Richards. Bryce Harper not participating in the home run derby and not offering up any explanation as to why he's not going to participate this year other than I don't really want to. That's ridiculous to me. Bryce Harper doesn't know anybody anything except for the city of Washington. It's time to go. Let's go. Now, here's Nick and Judson. Hey, it's Hardwick and Richards, Extra 1360, Fox Sports, San Diego. Stephen Woods, Woodsy as we like to call him, as I've known him forever, is in for Judson Richards, who's doing a little bit of fly fishing out in Crested Butte, Colorado. Won't hold Colorado against him. Yeah. It looks beautiful out there. We're uh, going to get a, a lot of pictures. He's at Judson man. 1360. Yeah, he likes to come off as that. Yeah, he does. But, but I don't know <laughs> if he's really that manly because he won't slay these fish. He catches them, and then he releases the thing. It's like uh, Scraby said earlier. He's the Andy Green of fishermen. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> he's, he's so nice. He's not combative. I don't know. Let's ask Rocky Long, what he thinks of this. San Diego State head ba- head basketball head ba- head football coach. What do you know about basketball, coach? Uh, that they have to put it in a little <laughs> hoop and it counts two or three points depending on where they shoot it from. That's the extent of that's it, right the extent. there. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Are you a fly fisherman? A little bit. I just got back from fly fishing in uh, northern New Mexico and Colorado just a little while ago. And how'd you do? I did fine, except it was all catch and release, so I didn't have a choice whether to slay the fish or not. Now, you seem like a savage type guy. <laughs> Are you the kind of guy that if it weren't catch and release, that you would just go ahead and pull out your pocket knife and just cut that thing open? I, I think we, if it wasn't catch and release, we would eat that fish, yes. You would have pocketed a few yeah, of those yeah, things? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Good for you. I was going to tell you, <laughs> Joe Tiller, I don't know if you know Joe I Tiller. I know Joe Tiller very well. He was my head football coach at Purdue University. Right. Joe's sick right now. Joe's had oh. some heart issues, and I believe he's got some uh, liver issues going on. A little sick right now, but I got to warn you. Because I see you falling in love with fly fishing. Joe always had this vision in his head of him retiring from football. And he has this cabin in Buffalo, Wyoming with a stream running Mm -hmm. through it. He's got a couple houses on it. He always envisioned himself going out there and fly fishing daily. This was Joe's wild fantasy that he had as a head football coach. Turns out I had him to the house about a year and a half ago. Joe doesn't like fly fishing that much. (laughs) I said, how's that fly fishing going, Joe? He said, not really doing too much of it. Rocky, anybody you can point to in your coaching career, like a Joe Tiller, that you would say, I wanted to be like that guy when I was younger? Certainly. You know, I, I think that the biggest influence on my football career was my dad. But I worked for uh, a guy named Don Matthews. Nobody might know who he is, but uh, he was a head coach in the Canadian League for a while, and I worked for him up there, and I thought he was the most inventive defensive guy I'd ever been around. In fact, uh, you're old enough to know this. When Arizona played uh, what they called their desert swarm defense. Yeah. That Teddy was, Bruschi was there. That was Don Matthews' defense originally from the Canadian League. Really? Yeah. And they did a what? A little bit of a two-down defensive line. Well, it's a, it's a four-man front, but one of them is in in Arizona. They even put it in a three-point stance. He was flexed off the ball, and at most of the time he was a linebacker. So it was a form of a three-four, but they lined up like a four-three, and then obviously they did a bunch of stunts and all those kind of different coverages. And the flex guy what you were talking about. The flex guy covered people out of the backfield. He was second on a contained rush or something like that. Mm -hmm. We would call that amoeba. That was that amoeba defense. Ah, There you go. Rex Ryan amoeba. It's like this ever flowing thing and you can't get your hands on it at all. Really difficult. Woodsy. Yes. (laughs) 
You ready to rock? I'm ready. Let's do this. You ready to go to Sky Show? I can't wait. It'll be my first. I was never allowed because I worked for a different company. Oh, you couldn't go to Sky Show? Yeah, you got to, you know, ride for your own brand. All right, so, Coach, really, you're <laughs> in to promote Sky Show and right. to promote some single-game tickets. Sky Show kicks off Aztec football season during Labor Day weekend. Saturday, you'll be happy to know, September 2nd is my birthday. I'll be 36 years old. San Diego State versus UC Davis. Game starts 530. Sky Show fireworks following the game. What can fans expect this season? Well, I, I hope they expect that we're going to be good like we have been the last few years. I do. And, you know, since uh, the Sky Show is our has been our biggest day ever, it's the first game of the year, which makes it important to us. But I guess the fireworks afterwards, I don't get to see them. But our players run out of the locker room so they can see them. Just to go watch? Yeah, just to go watch the fireworks. But they better play well before they do that. <laughs> but we get great crowds. And uh, everybody seems to have a good time. And hopefully, since we have a seven-game home schedule this year, we'll play well enough that we hook them that they want to come back. There's going to be a lot of hooking. How are you going to replace Donnell Pumphrey this year? Oh, well, we might have a better running back that was the backup last year in Rashad Penny. Wow. Uh, In fact, we were lucky that he stayed uh, with us for another year because he was rated our number one NFL project. prospect last year why did he choose to stick around because he says he wants to be the guy you know last year he was the backup and gained over a thousand yards and scored two touchdowns on kickoff returns but he wanted to be the guy instead of carrying it 15 times a game he wants to carry it 30 and we're going to let him do that absolutely (laughs) absolutely yeah and i'm reading now that uh that donnell actually may be the the number one guy in in philly have you heard from him well, he's been around a little bit yeah. here lately because they're taking the break. Nick will know this better than I do. They're taking the break between their mini camps or something and actually camp starting. And he did some with the first offense. Uh, most of the time he said he was out in the slot, but, <laughs> but he did a lot of reps with the first offense. Yeah, That's fantastic, man. What a, what a credit to your program and, and the system, really, that, that you guys run. And to have one guy go away and, and could be a, a huge part of the Eagles offense, to have another guy ready to go, that's got to feel good. Yeah, it feels really good. Yeah, and that, you know, we're old style. It's the kind offensive linemen like to play in. We actually come downhill and double team and block at angles and all that instead of giving ground and taking it. Is that a big selling point when you're out recruiting for offensive linemen? That's how we try to sell it, sure. And does it work? (laughs) Uh, It it works in a lot of cases, and what it really works with is tailbacks because tailbacks don't want to be in the dang spread where they get the ball 15 times. Yeah, I mean, they're a secondary – they want to be seven yards deep in the backfield with a great big fullback in front of them yep. and getting the ball 30 times. They like that. That's the voice of Rocky Long on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Coach, I know leading up to football season and still being a broadcaster in football, I look at all the work that has to be done going into it, and I start getting a little bit of anxiety. Saturday, I was like, oh, my God, what did I sign up for? What am I doing? <laughs> Where you have got two mountains worth of work to do. Do you get that, or do you just now know that you're going to be fine, you're going to make it through the season or do you still look at it as like this monumental journey that you're about to undertake well i i don't uh, i get a queasy feeling in my stomach around july the 4th because i know it's coming we start practice august the 1st uh i start getting real nervous and i have a lot of anxiety because honestly you don't know you you have confidence in what you have there but you don't know anything about it until the first regular game, and that's the Sky Show deal, but we won't know what kind of team we have until we actually play somebody else. 
Coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by. Best of luck, and we'll get to talk to you more as we are now extra 1360. Yeah, we're excited about that, the too. The home of Aztecs football. Rocky Long, yeah, thanks thank for the you. time, buddy. All right, there's head coach, Aztecs football, Rocky Long. Enjoy your car wash that you're going through today. Hitting up all the stations, aren't you? <laughs> appreciate the talk, Coach. All right, there's Rocky Long. Always love talking a little bit of football. See, I learned something there. And college football, too, for me, um, I think the it's got to be the worst part of the job, the recruiting. Is there anything harder than that, than, than recruiting, than going out, sitting in those living rooms? Sweating over a 17-year-old, uh, yeah, acting and, like he's the next coming. And, and who's... Been to, you know, you got 50 other people waiting in line to talk to him. It would make me, I'd be a wreck. All my hair would fall out. And I have pretty good hair for a 42 year old. Nah, you know you what I mean? You do well in those rooms. Oh you know what it's about? God. Winning over mom. That's it. You got to go into those rooms and I'm, win over mom. You'd I'm be really great good. I'm really it. good with the moms. Feel, as you wink at me, do not <laughs> wink at me when you say that. That was so creepy. <laughs> that was. <laughs> It made me get some chills down my spine. I don't know the last time I've been winked at. Actually, Hudson tries to wink at me all the time. Mission accomplished. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Check that off the box. All right, my man. We got into it earlier. Yeah. And now you got some ammunition because Mark Sweeney was on at 715 with us. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Sween Dog. Yeah. At Sween Dog 9. Yeah, came on and he kind of backed what everybody else is saying. Besides you and Costa. Everybody else is saying, get rid of Brad and buy low, sell high. Yep. Look at these prospects you could get. Yep. Wow, we can get a 19-year-old who may throw out his arm. He may turn into absolutely nothing. Maybe not. But we know we got Brad Hand. You know when Brad Hand comes in in the eighth inning, what's about to happen. Yeah, I mean, again. We're about to hear smells like teen spirit in the ninth, and this game's about to be a wrap, and it, it's nice to win some daggone games. It is. It is, but you got to buy low, sell high. That's the that's the bottom line, and they bought very low, and they should sell very high. Scraby hit it. One Question. All right, Padre fans, I know you're out there. 570-1360. I've been watching this pods team all season long, really into this program that they got going. There's a couple blips on the radar that I didn't really appreciate, mostly as they related to Andy Green, not really standing up for the players, kind of taking the side of MLB. Didn't really appreciate that, what we termed in here as softness. And then softness kind of spread around Andy Green, his Wikipedia page for a time. I don't know if you knew this. I saw that. It had Sharman as his middle name. Andrew Sharman Green, which is, look, it sucks, but it's pretty genius. (laughs) But Ben watching him win. They won the last three series they played in. Two games to to one every single series they played in over the last three. They won seven out of their last ten. Coming off of All-Star break. Beating the San Francisco Giants, who were supposed to be good at the beginning of the year. Turns out they're not very good. Baseball club, fifth in the NL West. But for me, I'm watching this team yesterday, and I can't cheer for them to lose. It is so important for me that the pods do not finish in last place, not only in the National League, not only in all of baseball. It's important for me that they don't finish in last place in the NL West. And I've come around on this because, yeah, it is exciting to watch your team win. And, again, a team full of so many young guys. Boy, if they learn how to win close ball games now, it's only going to make them that much better. When I say tank, what I'm talking about is this. They've got four or five Decent. They have one really good trade chip. Well, they have two really good trade chips, and the rest. Are they willing to play the one? Because I think I know who you're talking about. The one will give be. Me, give me your two trade chips. Brad Hand and Will Myers. Yes. 
Brad Hand and Will Myers are your two biggest chips where you could get the biggest haul back. And I think they could get a, a haul for both, especially if they were packaged together to a team like, I don't know, maybe the New York Yankees that needs bullpen help and a first baseman and has the money to pay Will, Will Myers down the road. They need them both? More than anything. Because More than anything. I'm telling you, I'm watching Brad Hand out there, and I'm getting really excited. I know he's a one-inning-a-night guy, maybe two, high-leverage situation. I get that about Brad Hand. And people go, yeah, you're going to get a lot for him. You're maybe going to get, what, three draft prospects? Yeah, yeah, three prospects probably. Three prospects. That's pretty good, though. Pretty good. By the way, the Dodgers wouldn't even give up one high AAA prospect. Not one. Maybe it's They're be- not going to get what they want out of him. Maybe it's because it's interdivision. But they can still that that kid is a good prospect too. That Verdugo that they asked for, and yeah. they're asking all these teams for their best prospects. And if one of these teams, a team that is is you know looking, that, I'm trying to think like maybe a team like the Milwaukee Brewers, who are now about to have the Cubs nipping at their heels. Oh yeah, in the Central, if they can make a move for a Brad Hand and another chip that maybe the Padres have. They'll give up this. They they really feel like they've got the pieces to win the central uh, this year, dude. This at is what when point, you, though, you. This is when you pillage a team. At what point do you stop becoming every other team in Major League Baseball's farm system? At well, what point well, are you going to groom look, players? I get put it. them in the right position, high leverage. You're going to buy low, sell high. Trust us. The plan's 2019, 2020, 2021. And when do you start? Just committing towards winning your own game. Padre fans, it, it's hard to say, but listen, you need to forget about, let's say, even three years ago. Okay, so clean slate as of this year. Okay, so you need to forget about the Anthony Rizzo trade. It was terrible. You need to forget about the Trey Turner trade. It was terrible. This is a different. Isn't it hard to forget those? It is, but this is a Did diff- you say it's that a that's different, the worst trade it's ever terrible. in Major League Baseball history? Possibly. Potentially, possibly those two were pretty bad, pretty bad trades. And listen, I know it sucks. It's got to hurt. I can't imagine as a Yankee fan, the Yankees getting rid of Derek Jeter years ago. That's how people felt about what they had in Trey Turner and Anthony Rizzo. What I'm saying is clean slate. Move a Trevor Cahill if you can. You move a Solarte if you can. You move a Brad Hand. And hey, man, if the price is right, you move a Will Myers. I'm good moving Cahill. I'm good moving Salarte, although he's the most entertaining player pretty fun on the club. Yeah. yeah, I think he's highly contagious. But he's 30. I think his energy is contagious. Yeah. yeah, he is 30. One thing that Mark Sweeney asked we ran or said that we ran out of time because I wanted to follow on was he mentioned when Trevor Hoffman came on. Yeah. And when he came in to the park Hell's bells, and everybody baby. knew what was about to go down game over that to me is what we've got now right no. hold on no 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 yes no, no, no. when brad hand comes on <laughs> and when brandon mauer comes on you know it's game over no you know you're gonna win the game no yes not necessarily you do brandon mauer you can set your clock by it i want everyone to write this down that Brand, Brandon Maurer and Brad Hand equal Trevor Hoffman. It takes two to equal one. That's <laughs> Nick Hardwick. No, their value, they have so much value that you can't keep them. 
in if you're going to finish fourth or fifth in the West. If they, they have, have so, so much, much value, value to another team, why don't they have value to you, though? That's they what I'm do. having a hard time understanding. It's because we were, you're talking about if we draft were in the prospects. Running, if we were in the running, if we were fighting for the West, which we are not. No. We are not. There is no way that we're overtaking uh, L.A. and the Diamondbacks. There's no way. At some point, though, you've got to draw your line in the sand and say, when you have that team we're that's gonna playing stop that be, well. We're going to stop being the farm. Yeah. We're they're done, not. We're they're done not. being the farm. They sending, are the farm. Sending a Brad Hand somewhere is not like sending a Trey Turner somewhere or an Anthony Rizzo. It's sure. not. It's not. You you got him for nothing. Sell him for a lot and and hope you get something back. You will get something back. You will. You're going to get a you're gonna multitude get a, of prospects. You're going to get a prospect who may even develop over time out of the window that the Padres have claimed themselves. 19, 20, 21. It's like I Spangerberg said. was drafted in, what, 2010? It's now 2017. Yeah, man. It, it takes a long time to develop a guy. For some, so what if you, for some guys. So what if you get guys who spottily come along on this imaginary timeline that the Padres have drawn up for fans to become invested. Right. And now we can, we, we as have established patience and we're going to slow the program down and we're going to trust that when they buy low and sell high, then we're going to just be good with it. But to me, at some point you've got to say, this is our team and we're going to roll with these guys for a bit of time. We're going to see what they can do. Honestly, the only guy other than the Cahill or perhaps a Clayton Richard or one of the starting pitchers who's not top end. Yeah. The only other guy on the roster that I would want to see them move, I, I would be okay with a Salarte or an Ibar yeah. who's older. Yeah. Will Myers. I, I'm, Will Myers. I'm in. If, if He's sitting under 260. If the price is right. If $83 you get, million. Dollars. If you get a haul back like the Yankees got for Chapman or that they got for Andrew Miller, dude, you do it. You do it tomorrow because his back end contract of – 20 million bucks, 20 million bucks. If he was hitting 330 and 35, 40 home runs, yeah, you, you keep that guy and you build around him. But you're not going to get a haul for Brad Hand. That's the whole issue. You'll get, a good, you'll get, a, good, you'll the, get a good prospect back or two. The Nationals, why did they go to Oakland to get prospects? Dude, they because gave, they didn't get what they wanted. They gave up Blake Trinan, though, who was. He started the year as their closer, and he struggled, but his stuff is electric. And he will pitch in Oakland this year and be good. I mean, if you so you what happened? Get what happened back, with Washington? You know, it's it's one of those change of scenery thing, man. And and a guy, we can always get pitchers here. We always can find those pitchers, those Brad hands. They're out there, and AJ's really good and proven himself to be really good at finding those guys. Guys who can just come in and fill a role and hold down yep. a spot for some time until you trade them. God, see, that's what I haul. don't like. It's just you're the farm system for everybody else. At some point. You've got to establish a culture that is hell-bent on winning. You get to the eighth inning. You Brad Hand comes but you in. Need you get the to the players. ninth. Brandon Mauer comes the in. Players. You do, and that's where you've got to trust the Dominican program that they've got, where they put $60 million Absolutely. into, I don't know how many players are down there. A bunch. But we were told 20% of prospects develop into viable major league players. You need five players then. To equal one player who turns into a viable one. 
Brad Hand is already viable. He's an all-star. He's a 27-year-old journeyman lefty specialist that you got for nothing. And if you can flip him for top-level prospect, I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying he's Clayton Kershaw, but I think you want the ship heading in a certain direction. So when your prospects do start to join the team, when they start to matriculate into the system, that you've got a culture that is willing to cultivate winning rather than just a standby, rather than what the Oakland Raiders used to be. It used to be a place where... Guys went on pause yeah. for a little bit of time. A Randy Moss goes to kill time until he can prove that he's something again. The Padres right now trading Brad Hand, trading Jan Hervis. They are the Raiders of the mid-2000s where guys would come to either resurrect their career or to die. Well, in that And that's case, what the Padres are in fear of turning into is the Raiders from the mid-2000s. No, that's what they were. That's what they were a few years ago. I don't see them that way now. I really don't. They are building something. And again, it's the laundry. It's not the players. It's the laundry. It's the, the jersey. Don't worry about that name on the back. Worry about that name on the front. I'm I'm telling you, these guys got a plan. They're sticking to it, and I'm I'll bet you now, Brad Hand's going to be another. He's going to be on another team within a week or two, and I'll be disappointed. I know I'll, you I'll, will. I'll guarantee that. I know you. Everybody will. loves God, a you good. Love Brad everybody Hand. loves a good guarantee. No, I just like winning. I like scheduled TV programming. I like eighth inning, ninth inning, guaranteed. But win. You, Nick, you know this better than anybody. If you had a really terrible year in your contract year, you can't walk in there with your chest puffed out, right, and say, no, I want to be the top five. Well, no, you didn't play it like that. Brad Hand's value will never be higher. Never. Next year, it's not going to be higher. The year after, it's this is the peak of Brad Hand. And if we can get rid of him now, that's what you do. This is how you play the game. Derek Carr. He just signed a massive contract. He's got a different philosophy than every other quarterback in the league. What is it? We will tell you next. It's Costin Hartman coming up on the show this afternoon. Training camps open this week. And what NFL teams can we completely wipe out as far as chances to do anything this season? We have the list. We'll let you know at 3 on XL 1360, Fox Sports, San Diego. Well, I wonder if they're going to have the Dallas Cowboys on their list after Ezekiel Elliott got into a little bit of trouble late night. Nah. My God, Ezekiel Elliott, 945 night, yeah. involved in an altercation with a bouncer. What was he doing? Give me, give me your speculation. What was he doing? To speculate, you know, he walks by. The bouncer's like, hey, you guys suck. You guys a Patriots fan because they're everywhere now. In Dallas? Yeah, there's no everywhere. Patriots fans down oh, there. I, Although I, everybody's moving to Dallas because you can get a mansion for $400,000. Absolutely, you can. It's dirt cheap there. And, so what, uh, yeah, yeah, you suck. Now, maybe, what, maybe the guy's maybe the guy's a Michigan fan, you know, and he hates Ohio State. Could and, be. And says, I played with some Ohio State guys. They're pretty entitled. Th- they are. They're pretty entitled. We know We knew Ohio State guys around the locker room. And, yeah. and one guy in particular, I'm not going to use his name, he didn't pack. He wouldn't pack his own bag for road games. So when you come in for a Friday road game or even for a game at Qualcomm, they would put our bag down there. It'd have our number on it. It was old school. Just looked yeah. like a hockey bag. We throw all of our gear in, yeah. pack everything we needed for the game. This dude from Ohio State would not pack his own bag. He wouldn't do it. It's like sh- I, I almost said his name. Hey. I'm Sorry. speechless. So people, I can't out, believe people it. out there probably heard a little bit of that name. Sorry, Scraby. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. They 
he wouldn't pack his own game and he would, or he'd pack his own game back. And we'd be like, pack your bag so they can get on with their job. Cause they got to load it onto the van. What a they got to take it to the airport or put it on the semi. <sighs> yeah. That's Ohio state. My speculation Zeke felt a little bit disrespected. Yeah. He's yeah. a big, big man on campus. Big just speculation. Man. Just oh, speculation. He's so big in I'm, I'm not saying he did anything wrong. But yeah, I'm no, assuming it's, it's, not... it's 945. By the way, I don't, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. Maybe they're an earlier crowd in Dallas or something. They're not. Maybe it closes down at one like it does in San no, Diego. It's two. But that's an early crowd. It's two o'clock yeah, in two Dallas. O'clock. So that's plenty of time to get your game yeah, I mean, on. It's nine forty. I, look, it's not going to affect the Cowboys one way or the other. He's going to if he sits two games for that domestic violence incident, that's going to affect them. But again, it's two games. You look know what, what else Patriots is going to affect him? Losing Brady for four. You, you know, know what else is going to affect him? What? The offensive line reshuffling of the offensive line. Lyle Collins moving to right tackle to yep. replace Doug Free. Yep. Jonathan Cooper coming in to replace Leary, who went to the Denver Broncos. By the way, that Denver Broncos offensive line starting to stack up a little bit. Could use a quarterback starting there, to make huh? me nervous. Yeah, yeah they could. Yeah. I think they think they've got their Drew Brees there. Trevor yeah. Simeon. <laughs> okay. Good luck, guys. <laughs> they, they may have that windows their, closing. They may have their Kirk Cousins. By the way, Kirk Cousins playing his contract perfectly. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's playing he's it perfectly. Brilliant. Twenty four million dollars this yeah. year. Excellent work by Kirk Cousins. Signed the franchise ex- tag. Yeah, that's the franchise tag. Yeah. Not expected to sign a long term contract. And he's going to be heading into a big-time payday because how many franchise quarterbacks that are healthy come onto the open market? Drew Brees did because he ripped his arm off after that 05 season. It was a bad season, 9-7, and had one good year in his entire time really in San Diego, 12-4 and in 04, and then 9-7, and and the last game ripped his arm to shreds. Nobody thought he was going to be able to throw it. Kirk Cousins is going to get... So paid. Yeah, so paid. For by Kirk Cousins. By doing this, yeah. which to me is a statement that the NFL is healthier. It's a healthier, safer sport than it's ever been. The fact that for Kirk, quarterbacks. The, for quarterbacks. For quarterbacks. The fact that Kirk Cousins turned down a five-year, $100 million deal. Okay, one young quarterback in the National Football League. You talk about the Padres rebuilding, mm-hmm. and you trust the plan that they're on. I do. The Raiders have a plan that their owner trusted with their general manager, Reggie McKenzie, for some time, which is finally starting to come to fruition. But it all took one amazing starting quarterback, Derek Carr. Derek Carr was on with the herd on Friday. You can listen to the herd right after us. He's always going to have good guests on. The herd's the man. But he's got some sound from Derek Carr, and this is part of the reason why I think the Raiders are going to be worse this year than last year. It's something that starts uh, in practice. You know, I, I tell all my wideouts that it's either you or nobody. You know, I'm always going to give you a chance to make a play. I'm always going to give you that 50-50 ball. Uh, no matter who's guarding you, I will continue to give you a chance until the other team catches it. And so uh, I just put it on their shoulders. And that way they know, hey, you know, if my quarterback wants to throw me the ball, I need to go make a play. And if I make a bad throw, which it's going to happen, then go knock it down for me, you know, and if they do that, I'm probably going to be more apt to throw it to them as if, you know, as, even if they caught it. So uh, as I drop back and I, you know, you have that one-on-one matchup on a longer throw, deeper throw, there are times where you don't know who's going to come down with it, but it's that belief and trust in your teammate that, you know, either he's going to catch it or he's going to rip the guy's head off so he doesn't. Uh, you know, it's that belief right there that, you know, makes you want to throw it. The confidence from Raiders quarterback Derek Carr, you got to love it because that's what got him to 12 and 4 last year. Yeah. That's really what put him over the edge. But that confidence can also be very fleeting. 
you throw two of these that end up in interceptions, that confidence in your receivers can start to fade a little bit. Sure. You've got Amari Cooper. You got Michael Crabtree. Yep. Great. Those are good deep ball players. High point the ball. Michael Crabtree, especially strong. What happens when it doesn't work? Well, I mean, look, Derek Carr is he's a he's a franchise guy. He's a game changer. And I like I like that he says, Hey man, I'll get your back if you get mine. He puts and it onto the wide receivers. I love that. I love I'm gonna throw it up there. Make a play or if I if I screw up, you gotta you gotta back me up. And but I'm gonna keep getting you the ball. It's great. Which but wide receivers love, by the way. It's great. That's that's fantastic. And you love the competitiveness, but it's also the mentality that last year really got Phillip Rivers into a mess. Yeah. Oh, Twenty one interceptions last year. Yep. It got Phillip Rivers into a mess because he's got that mentality. I'm gonna throw it up. I'm gonna give you a chance to go make a play. But what happens when teams start playing the Raiders a little bit differently? What happens when teams take the blueprint that the Chiefs laid down against the Raiders in two contests last year? One, they're not willing to get beat over the top, and they're going to knock down at least those 50-50 balls. To me, it's dangerous, Derek Carr's philosophy with the Raiders. They are an all-or-nothing type team. They are a three-point shooting football team. Yeah, yeah, the riverboat gamblers. That's what they are. They are absolutely that. The the thing I love about him, though, I saw a special on him last year, and um, what I love about Derek Carr, big contract, just got it. Dude, that guy's going to be the – he's going to be there at 4 a.m. every day to make himself better and make his team better. And they showed him last year. First one in the building, last one to leave. That is exactly what you want. He is what you – Draw it up as it, it, second for, round draft pick. Amazing, you, yeah. You couldn't get better value you, you, than Derek Carr. Maybe Brad Hand is better. That's it, though. You <laughs> <laughs> would, you turkey. Brad Hand. Padres are the farm system, just like the Raiders used to be exactly, the farm system. Exactly. Yeah, you go rejuvenate your career with the Padres. Buy get, low, get sell hot, high. You're going to get to go win a championship somewhere. Buy low, sell high. I think it's dangerous. I think it's a really dangerous position that the Raiders are in this year. Do you? I do, yeah, I do. I just think they're going to be so much fun to watch. Now they got Beast Mode in there, and I love Beast Mode. I know, Beast, Beast Mode's going to last about four games before the wheels <laughs> pop off. Probably. Had groin hamstring issues his last year. Didn't really love, get to play a bunch. I love the dude. Missed the season. I love him, too. I he's one of the great him. personalities oh, in football. God, he's great. Football should really be thankful that he's back. He's one of the great personalities in all of sports. Did you see throughout the first pitch yesterday? Did you see he him? Did. He's the greatest. What's his arm like? about that action, boss. It's not too bad. Bad. It's not too bad. He's just an athlete. I've seen way worse. He could do it. David Johnson from the Cardinals. Yep. That's yeah. a really awful first Terrible. pitch throw out. Yeah. He's great. I mean, I think the Raiders are going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. They are going to be fun. That defense, though, dangerously yeah. bad. Yeah. Bad. Offense is going to have to carry him, and I think they can. They are. They did last year. Yeah, I think they can. They did last year. I'm not even necessarily going 10 wins for the Raiders this year. No kidding. No. Nope. Look at you. How I do you think, think the Chargers are going to do? Possible 10 win season. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the ultimate San Diego thing? Wouldn't that just wouldn't be that? so San Diego? <laughs> How many people's butts would, it would be? be? It would be San Diego if they won the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. But even them making the playoffs would be just like everyone here is like, get oh rid of your players. God. They go on to do great things. Yep. Team leaves, go Team on leaves. to do great things. Of course. I do think their front line of guys that they have, the depth is concerning with the Chargers, the front line of guys that they have. I just don't see them. I, I didn't. They see, are a talented football team, but I didn't see them doing anything in the off season that makes them worthy of how many? How many games they won last year? Five. Okay, I don't see anything that they did to bring five more wins to the table. You know, one of these Derek Carr deep throws, fourth and two on the twenty-nine yard line to Michael Crabtree. 
Yeah. That happened. Touchdown, yeah. Michael Crabtree. That was a Chargers Raiders game. Yeah. That's one of those games that very easily could have gone the other direction. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. It's, it doesn't, I don't think they're going to get five more wins. Hey, we found video of Tom Brady from high school, and it's almost like nothing has changed. You can't miss this audio. We will play it for you next. Monday in the herd. Is Lonzo Ball wearing down in Vegas? Is a mellow deal out of New York done? Former NFL star Michael Vick stops by. We get going in the herd at 9 after Hardwick and Richards on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. All right, embrace the tank. Apparently embrace the tank. Not a fan of my Brad Hand take. He said Hardwick talking baseball makes me want to claw my eyes out. Oh, man, be nice out there. Ah, don't be nice. No need for niceties. Bring the heat. We don't appreciate niceties here. Bring the heat. All right, so Brad Hand's got to go. Got to go. Got to go. I love it. Done. Over it. Yep. Okay. Got to. Just as simple as that. Got to. Brad Hand's out. Got to go. Okay. And the longer we wait, the less we're going to get for this guy, man. They're not going to get what they want anyway. AJ Preller's got to be asking too much. There's a reason the Nationals went with Oakland instead of going with the Padres. You've got a couple of other guys that the Nationals could have used as well. Yeah. Yeah. If it if it was a two for two type get deal, then it could have been the same thing with the Padres. He uh, he asked for one of the top draft picks or one of the top prospects from the Dodgers and the Yankees. Dodgers said no thanks. Yeah, so the Yankees, Yankees are out too. Yep, everybody's out. Keep him. <laughs> well, you, you may not have a choice. Keep him. Let's you ride. May, you may not have a choice. Let's roll. Yeah. So right. now that as as time goes along. It's not going to get better. It's the market be, doesn't improve as time goes along. The market gets worse as time goes along. It's going to be so rad, you know, when I take my kids one day to Petco Park and there's that Brad Hand statue out front because he's just the he's the cornerstone he's, of this <laughs> franchise. And I think that's the face. Uh, now I take back my comment that Brad Hand and Brandon Mauer. You can't take that back. You can you can 100% take that back. <laughs> you can't take it out there. No Trevor Hoffman. It's in Hoffman. the ether, man. It, it is in the ether, man. It's all good. We'll let that ride. All good. But the thing that I have really appreciated about the pods is the fact that you know what you've got a little bit. Sure, man. I it's, like knowing what you've got. I don't want to watch the back half of this season completely unfold. Because of the bullpen. And not be competitive where you're in a game early, wow, and then you get strung along for two and a half hours, two hours 45. Then it comes seventh and eighth inning, and the wheels absolutely fall off. I've got zero interest in watching that. I'll tell you, man, there's some really, really good teams in baseball right now where that's the problem. And these are first place teams, and they're the Padres. In your, they're doing it in reverse almost. They're shoring up this bullpen uh, that could maybe save a one or two run lead. But we need to get those leads, and to get that, you need good players. You need a good offense. You need a powerful, scary lineup. And you can get that by trading these bullpen chips. Yeah, you think you can get that. You think until, you can. In, until in three years you're doing well, the exact same program. Nobody's got a crystal ball. I mean, there's no. we wouldn't have sports if we all could tell the future. As you they got to roll the dice. One in the hand is better than two in the bush. It's nice to know what you have. I like two in the bush. Build a winning. Man. Hey, now. <laughs> Tom Doyle says, not surprised. Hardwina hard says the Bolts are going to win the West. I no. didn't say the Bolts are going to win the you West. Didn't say that. I did not you say said the they're going to win 10 games. I, I said they're going to win 10 games. I did not say they're going to win the West. You take that back, Tom. Yeah, no, that's, you didn't say that's that. That's not what happened no, at all. That's true. By the way, all right, we've got this. Do you have the show shocker ready to roll? All right, here's our show now shocker. Now it's time for the show shocker. 
I don't know how many players are down there. A bunch. But we were told 20% of prospects develop into viable major league players. You need five players then to equal one player who turns into a viable one. Brad Hand is already viable. He's an all-star. He's a 27-year-old journeyman lefty specialist that you got for nothing. And if you can flip him for top-level prospects, you have to. I'm not saying he's Clayton Kershaw, but I think you want the ship heading in a certain direction. So when your prospects do start to join the team, when they start to matriculate into the system, that you've got a culture that is willing to cultivate winning rather than just a standby. Rather than what the Oakland Raiders used to be. It used to be a place where... Guys went on pause yeah. for a little bit of time. A Randy Moss goes to kill time until he can prove that he's something again. The Padres right now trading Brad Hand, trading Jan Hervis. They are the Raiders of the mid-2000s where guys would come to either resurrect their career or to die. All right. So at least we got that covered there. Yeah. You don't agree? Uh, I don't. Are the Padres the Raiders from the mid two thousands? They were. Or are they the they pa- were. Are they the Raiders from the time Reggie McKenzie took over? They were. They were a few years. So ago. So you're trusting this rebuild? Yeah, man. You're all in on the rebuild. I, I have met the Sidlers. I've talked to them. I believe in what they have going. I believe in AJ Preller. I believe in in what they've done internationally. And I believe that when you pick up a guy off the scrap heap that becomes an all star. That if you can flip him, then you do it 100 times out of 100. I'll believe it when I see it. Wait till you listen to this Tom Brady video, Tom Brady audio from high school. This guy hasn't changed a bit. Well, over across the bay at San Mateo Serra High School is a six foot four, 200 pound quarterback named Tom Brady. After an MVP performance at Cal's football camp this summer, Cal High Magazine ranked Brady among the top six quarterbacks in the state. Okay, I'm a college coach. I haven't seen any tape of you. I don't know anything about you. Tell me about Tom Brady, the quarterback. What are your strengths? My strengths? Well, everybody tells me I have a pretty strong arm, which is which is good. I'm pretty accurate with it. And uh, I think I need to work on my speed a little bit. Tom Brady, yeah, you absolutely. The speed never really came around. <laughs> never really he, matriculated. He's got, the, yeah. he's got the strong arm. What did he continue to go on to say here, Scrapes? But hopefully that'll come in time. <laughs> Pretty good work ethic, so yeah. So I think I get the job done. I think to say the least, Tom Brady's got a good work ethic. It's unbelievable to me to listen to Tom Brady from high school, and he's still got the same rhythm, the same cadence. Yeah. He continues. He's got the exact same voice. He's. I, I think he may be a cyborg. And now I believe that more than ever. He sounds exactly like he does, what, 20 years later. See the spawn of Bill Belichick? He, he is just, he's like a, he's a machine. He's he always an sounds like he's machine. half smiling when he's talking, yeah. too. You can always get this, like, weird smile thing. He's, well, he got, that, he's got that, you know. It's a smirk. It's a smirk because he's confident. I he wish knows, I had that. He knows something that you don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to be a superstar. Yeah. That, and that's what Tom Brady, Tom Brady was waiting on that. Amazing. All right, Facebook Live in five minutes. Another reason why you do not want to get the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. Floyd said something yesterday that just one more reason. They have checked off another box. I didn't know if there was any more boxes. I got another one for you, too. They could check off. We got two boxes now. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. They're on the same team. Folks, do not buy into the hype. Facebook Live, we will be there in five minutes. For Stephen Woods, for Judson Richards, out doing a little fish at Encrested Butte. I'm Nick Hardwick. We're Extra 1360. Check, 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 check.